Hey guys, I'm back. Let's talk very quickly about the Carlos King and uh, Nene Leakes interview. This is part one. They're going to do the next part um, or showcase the next part next Tuesday. So the first part, we <clears throat> they do a, a, a sit down interview. They're not doing a Zoom. You know, Carlos was like, you know, no, nah, you know, well, Nene didn't want to do Zoom. She wants to be in the studio doing an actual face to face um, interview. I thought that was great. So. Some of the things that they talked about um, in the first part was Nene and Greg, you know, their marriage, their problems, um, Nene being this big celebrity, this big star and the effect it had on her marriage. You know, Nene explained how um, when she first got married to Greg, she was in her 20s. We all know that she didn't mention this part, but we all know that Nene was working as an exotic dancer on the pole, whatever the case may be. And Greg was a patron at whatever the venue that she was working at. And, and then he also was a single mom. So he took her from that life. Okay. He took her off the pole, made her a housewife. He was a, I think a real estate developer. So he was doing well. He owned a lot of different properties. He was doing very well financially. They probably were like upper middle class, you know, middle to upper middle class. You know, they were doing, they were doing well. Okay. And he was a breadwinner. And the problems came about in their marriage when Nene became the star. You know, Nene started making more money. Uh, Nene, as Nene's star was rising, her paychecks was rising. And for Greg, his paychecks were diminishing, comparatively speaking. You know, the, the stock market went through a, a time in, what, 2008, housing market crash. You know, Greg went through a difficult time. But Nene, on the other hand, was doing very well. So the dynamics, the power dynamics in their relationship shifted. It went from, you know, Nene um, asking Greg, like she said, she would ask Greg money to do whatever, to buy a purse, to go to do, you know, whatever. He was the breadwinner. He was the head of the household. He made final decisions. Well, when Nene started making more money, she didn't need to go to Greg to ask about buying a certain purse or to go certain places or whatever the case may be. And that caused a shift in the relationship and a shift in a direction that wasn't positive. Now, my question just is still this, knowing this about, knowing when, when Greg and Nene made the decision together about being on this show, what were the expectations in terms of the money was concerned? Because if Greg was, clearly he was supporting Nene to be on the show. He even took out a loan, as we all heard, you know, when Mad Day came, he had taken out a loan to help get Nene more, thing, like, I guess, improve her wardrobe or whatever, to make her look like she's living a certain um, high-end lifestyle, um, having makeup artists and all that type of stuff. Uh, so... What did he expect to happen? Like, were they expecting her to make a lot of money? I don't know. But anyway, Nene is saying that it changed the dynamic. They, it, the, the, the relationship got stretched, uh, stressed, and ultimately it led to their divorce. Okay, they end up divorcing. Um, Carlos asked about the divorce situation and any regrets and things of that nature. And Nene was like, you know, I do have you know some regret about exposing so much about the divorce about things that was going on 
publicly. I, I but Nene said I was just being open. I, I wanted to give everything as, as it pertains to this show because I wanted it to be a success. And she was very open. Those first couple of seasons, it was it wasn't about I got to do this to have a storyline. You know, remember this is back in what two thousand five or eight, something like that. Um, it wasn't about needing to have a storyline. It, it, it didn't. Ha- it was all about these are the things that's going on. And these are the reactions. This is what's happening. You know, it wasn't until, well, I guess the way Nene puts it, season three, when people were not starting to be honest about who they are. With Phaedra coming on, um, and she was pregnant, and she acted as though she didn't know how far along she was. And we all remember that. Remember the ladies was all sitting around, I think it was at Cynthia's house, and Phaedra was talking about, oh, this baby's getting ready to come out any day now and all of that. They're going to have to induce me early. And the wet ladies was questioning, why would the doctor do that? There's nothing wrong with you. So Nene feels like when inauthenticity started entering the realm of the show, it changed the dynamics of the show. Then she brings up Kenya because Carlos said that Kenya and Portia, okay, were, uh, they saved Real Housewives of Atlanta in season five when they came on the show. Um, I, I don't know if they saved it because I didn't know that Real House. I don't know if Real Housewives of Atlanta was in trouble uh, at that point in time. So I guess I wasn't aware that there was a problem. I, I thought it was still a very popular show. I was very interested. I liked what was provided. So I wasn't clear on this saving the show thing. I think they add a different dynamic uh, on the show, but I, I can't say they saved it because I didn't know it needed saving. All right. So that was my issue with that statement. But um, there are many people that will say that Kenya did change, in particular Kenya, which she came on with this fake storyline with a fake boyfriend. You know, she was dating, or uh, well, supposedly dating Walter. They were not really dating. It was so clear that that relationship lacked authenticity. So we saw how all that played out. Um, so I, I didn't really agree with that statement that, 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 uh, Carlos made. Carlos did ask, uh, Nene a little bit more about her family and about Bryson. As we know, Bryson was recently arrested for possession of fentanyl and all that. And Nene said, look, Bryson has had drug problems for many years and she's done all that she can do. And that's all, you know, it's, it's hard you know, but she's numb to it because she's also got other family members who are, you know, dealing with addictions. And it's just something that, you know, it's just hard to deal with. This is her child. She's now wiping her hands at him, but he's got to want to do better for himself. I totally understand that. You can't, a person who has an addiction needs to recognize one, they have an addiction and two, that they need help. And if he's not at that place yet, I don't care what rehab center he goes to, it's, it's just, it won't be effective if he's not ready and it and willing to do the work to get over his addiction. So she, I was very much in line with what she was saying regarding Bryson and getting him help. She mentioned um, John, who remember the guy that she was, I guess you could say she was dating the, the Italian guy who gave her the Rolex watch. Carlos, you know, made a joke about it. And she said, you know, she still talks to him and, and John had actually contacted her about, you know, helping out Bryson. He knows a rehab place in upstate New York that Bryson, he would, you know, put Bryson in if she would like that. Um, She said she's gotten some messages from like LeBron James, who has 
a facility that can help Bryson. So there are people willing to help Bryson, but again, Bryson has to be willing to help himself. That's important. So then we get into, um, you know, Carlos said he became the executive producer of the wedding special when uh, Nini and Greg decided to get remarried. He was the executive, he was the EP. He was first first EP role and he was very excited about it. It was a cute wedding special, give, give or take. They, he mentioned how him and Nini had a little disagreement. He was a little upset with Nini. And Nini said, look, I was getting remarried. The cameras had gotten in my face constantly, constantly. I needed a moment to myself. So when you came to my dressing room and I'm just trying to just, just have a moment before I get back on camera, that's really all what that was about. So Carlos, you know, apologized for being angry and all of that. So they made up clearly, you know, they, they did made up. I liked how Carlos was giving Nene her flowers. Yes, Nene is, did build Real Housewives of Atlanta and put it on the map, okay? Uh, we can't deny that. Nene was definitely the big star of the show. Now, I was just watching Rodney the Voice, and he said he believed that Sheree was supposed to be like the star. You know, even though they built everything around Nene, the cast around Nene, that he believed that... Um, Sheree should have been the star. I, I, I still don't see that. I don't think Sheree was supposed to be the star. I just didn't see where they would get that. If anybody, I thought they expected more from Deshaun Snow because of her life in the, the big house and the kids, the husband that was in the NBA. But Deshaun didn't have the personality that would draw people in and make, because she really was forgettable. You barely heard, she barely said much. She just wasn't she wasn't, she just wasn't good for reality TV, period. She doesn't have that kind of personality. So we get into uh, a little bit about, um, well, well, let me see. We get into Nene talking about, you know, Kenya and all of that. And we talk about Phaedra, you know, she admitted, okay that she knew Phaedra from Athens and she wasn't happy about Phaedra coming on the show because they already have one girl from Athens. Why do you have to have a second one? So to me, I took it as a little bit of jealousy and concerned about her place. She wanted to be the big star on the show. So that's, you know, that's what I took it as. Same thing with Kenya. She felt like, okay, yes, we got Miss USA on the show. Now understand this. When Kenya came on the show, Nene was at this point, very popular, and she was going Hollywood. She was doing um, The New Normal. She was also doing, I forget, a couple other um, shows with Ryan Murphy. So she was getting opportunities, and she was what appeared to be transitioning away from Real Housewives of Atlanta into the Hollywood scene, which is what she wanted. She wanted to do movies and sitcoms and all this kind of good stuff. And in comes Kenya Moore. Kenya Moore started, her star started rising on the show. For those that didn't recognize Kim as uh, uh, Kenya as being the Miss USA from was it 91, 93, whatever the year was. Um, things didn't work out, okay, for Nene. And, and, and they didn't really talk about that, but just some background, you know, when she got out there and she was doing Celebrity Apprentice, she did the new normal, um, you know, all these different things she was doing. She was on Broadway. She was doing comedy at some point. She was doing a lot of different things. She's on the cover. She was getting all, a cover of many magazines and things like that. And then 
it didn't take off the way that she thought it would take off. And my take on that was this. I think part of it was Nene, I don't know, I think people looked at Nene and was booking the personality of what she presented on Real Housewives of Atlanta because that was what was hot. And it was hard to see her in role. Like she didn't really expand her acting chops. I'm not, I don't know if she's a great actress, but every time, whatever she, whatever role she was playing, it was very synonymous with how she acted on Real Housewives of Atlanta. So it wasn't like we saw depth. So I think that was part of the reason why her star didn't continue to shine. So I think that's just my opinion. And we find out that her and Ryan Murphy are not even talking that much anymore. She says it's been a few years. So I don't know if they fell out. Um, I don't know. I, 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 we don't know what happened. Incidentally, uh, when she's talking about these different people on the show, Kim, Deshaun, Sheree, uh, she never really mentions Candy. Now, I don't know if she's going to. I don't know if, if Carlos is going to bring Candy up, but I'm curious to see on part two. So we, uh, as far as her relationships with the ladies, Sheree, she said, they just never connected, okay? Her and Sheree never really connected. Um, she likes Sheree, but it's not like they're cool. They're not like friend friends, you know? Um, her and Cynthia, though, they became friends. And she, you know, they, you know, she was told to go out with Cynthia to get to know Cynthia. She claimed that she didn't know the Cynthia, who Cynthia was as far as being a model. Now, I recognized Cynthia when I saw on the show. I knew right away who she probably was, but I forgot her name, but I knew I've seen her in magazines. I've seen her in various magazines. I've seen her in shows, like when they would show, like on, you know, on cable television, you would see different uh, modeling shows and they had a, a network called Style Network. I've seen her on runway. So I've seen her around. But unfortunately, you know, I don't know if Nene was being shady or she just didn't keep up with the modeling world. But she went out to dinner with Nene, uh, with Cynthia. She said Cynthia was very, you know, a little um, nervous and all of that. She said, but she found out the reason that Cynthia was casted because when she met Peter, who at the time Cynthia was dating or engaged to at this point, that was the personality. She said it was because of Peter, in her opinion, with his big personality is why they... Um, place them on the show because Peter did have the big personality. Now, we also get that Cynthia, what she presented on the show versus who she was off camera was not the same personality. I've heard that many, many, many different times. I think Cynthia was very cautious about her image. I think that she didn't want to be that girl that's cussing folks out or whatever the case may be. But she said, you know, Nene was like, look, Cynthia had no problem getting t Peter together she didn't want to showcase 50 Cent on the show, but there were a few times that she had to do so. But she's not in a good space with Cynthia. You know, she said Cynthia was doing things behind the scene, a.k.a. trying to get Nene fired. Now, I don't know what prompted this, why she would try to get Nene fired, because I've seen Nene on Watch What Happens Live say that Cynthia is boring, she doesn't bring anything, and that basically she needs to be let go. So that dynamic is broken. And Nene said, I can work with her. But yeah, the friendship that we had is over. It's done with. I'm like, wow. Okay. Um, let's see. So we talk about Nene dating. So Carlos brings up a real good question about, you know, the famous line that Nene has mentioned, which is, close your legs to married men. Remember, I don't know, whichever reunion it was. Might have been the first one 
where she says that to Kim. You know, Kim was dating Big Papa, a married man. So <laughs> Nene's like, well, yeah, I, I, I was dating a guy who was technically married. However, he was, he had filed for divorce. They were legally separated and they're currently now divorced. So she tried to make that distinction about his situation, the guy that she was dating, I think his name was Yanni or something, the guy that she was dating versus the man that Kim was dating, who was not separated, who was still with his wife, who is still today with his wife. She said, and it was so funny, she looked at the camera and said, hey, Lee, hey, Kimberly. So we find out that the wife name is Kimberly. And, and Carla just was so tickled by that whole, I thought it was funny. I said, wow. Um, but Nene, you still a hypocrite. You still a hypocrite. You were dating a married man. I don't care about him filing for divorce. I don't care about him being uh, separated. He was still married. So close your legs to married men, sweetheart. We talk about the money and who she's, you know, willing to date moving forward. Um, she was like, whatever man that she dates, he has to have more money than her. She's not going to go through what she went through with Greg, uh, the power dynamic shift. She she just not going to deal with that. So if, if you're going to be looking to date Nene, you need to have the money. Okay. She's not willing to date someone who ain't on her level financially at least do i think that's a problem i don't think that's an issue i think that uh a lot of women feel that way they prefer the man to make more money they there's a lot of women that prefer even though they they are doing well for themselves they'd rather be in a relationship with a man that can do even better because they want him to lead the way. There are so many women that would prefer to be led than to be the ones leading. So that was what I got from Nene on that. Now, she said she might have to go out with John again. That was the Italian guy that gave her the Rolex. <laughs> I think that at this point, Nene needs to get into dating and dating uh, and, and really understand what that how that works. And Carlos was encouraging that. And, and, and Nene's like, you know what? I really haven't dated. Um, because I was married for a long time. Then I got in this relationship with Yanni and yes, it's not working. They are broken up. She said, I guess I need to understand and get into the dating scene because that's something that I haven't, haven't done. So we talk about, um, we get back on the girls a little bit, uh, Portia, something I didn't know about Portia, Portia, you know, was on the, well, actually I did know about it. Let me take that back. Sorry. Portia being on the chopping block after a first season. For those of you that remember, when Portia came on the show, Portia was married to Cordell Stewart. Portia was very much, very, you know, very laid back, very demure. She was not Thotlandia. She was just really, you know, I can't do this. Or I, I don't want to go to the strip club because Cordell would not like that. I don't want to do this. I can't say that. He was very controlling of that relationship. After they got divorced, after, you know, Portia started getting a little work done, this is when she started becoming popular. This is when she got out of her shell. That's when Portia, but, but the producers were ready to get rid of her. And, you know, Nene was like, Candy and myself went to bat to keep her on the show. I said, mm, okay. That part I forgot about. I think I've heard that before, but I forgot that that happened. So, that's a little backstory, I guess, in regards to uh, Portia. Uh, what else has happened? So 
we 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 get into what was considered to be the highest rated season, which was season six. That was the pillow talk season. And I will say this: I don't, you know, it's not a fair comparison when you look at I don't know when season six happened. They're on season fifteen, so what nine years ago? Television viewing was different back nine years ago when 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 pillow talk happened. It's not the same today. People look at TV differently. Streaming networks are far more popular. So a lot of people go back and they are streaming to watch it on the Bravo network or on Hulu. You know, you can see um, previous episodes. So the, the, the audience isn't as um, confined to the network like they used to be. When, 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 when this show started, it was a different reality TV was out there, but it wasn't as big as it is now. You didn't have a lot of the shows that are out there now, the love and hip hops and uh, uh, the uh, basketball wives, the options weren't as great. Okay. So in season six, they had, I don't forget how many millions and millions, but I don't think that, any of these reality TV shows are going to garner that type of number anymore. Okay. Um, so you have to be careful and provide context when you say, Oh, the ratings at that time was due to Nene, due to that particular cast, the Nene's, the Phaedra's, the Kenya's, the Porsche's, the Candies, um, at that time, granted, and, and Cynthia granted that that was a very good cast. They had a good gel, um, but it, 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 it was a good cast, but it was a different time. So when you look at today, um, this current season, it's, it's lacking cohesiveness with the cast. It's lacking likability amongst one another with the cast. See, back then there was still likability, um, and, and they still made it work. This, this cast, you can clearly see, I'm just in this scene, the film is seen, and then I got to leave. Candy is halfway absent. We don't even see Candy that much. And they even brought it up on this latest episode. We don't even see Candy a lot. You know, Candy is doing other projects. So it's just a different time. And, and that's just where it is right now, uh, currently. Uh, what else are we going to talk about? I think as far as, oh, you know, Carlos asked about Nini's finances. Nini says she's not broke. Nini's still doing all right. I'm glad of that. Um, you know, that she's still doing okay. You know, she's doing her own thing. What else is going on that we talk about? I think I pretty much talked about everything that happened. Um, she talked about grieving. I think when she got, you know, you know, the grieving process and how it's different for everyone, people were raising their eyebrows at Nene because she started dating this other guy a month after Greg's death. And, you know, she was like, but I'm glad I did because he helped me work through my grief. Like I said, you really can't, people grieve differently and, 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 and for different lengths of time, you just don't know. So, um, what else was I going to say, um, in terms of that? I think I've kind of covered everything in terms of what was covered in this first interview. Um, it was a good interview so far. I enjoyed it from beginning to the end. Uh, I think that next week we're going to hear more about this lawsuit. Um, 
I'm very curious to hear about the lawsuit. You know, we're going to hear a little bit more about the lawsuit, not more, something about it. You know, this is the first time I think Nene is really going to talk about this lawsuit, I guess, in depth or as much as she, excuse me, as she can. Um, and then, of course, talking about the season, you know, Nene had mentioned she doesn't watch the episodes, full episodes, but she does pay attention to the clips and she can see how things have changed, how the rates have declined and all of that stuff. So, yeah, there's a change. It, 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 again, it's a different time, different view and audience. You know, things have dramatically have changed. So that's really it uh, for this week's, you know, interview with Carlos King with Lenny Leaks. It was a good interview, kept me engaged. And I will be back next week um, after it airs, the second part airs, and talk a little bit about part two. That's all I got. Talk to you later. Peace.